Oh, Joker man dance to the nightingale tune. Birds fly high to the light of the moon. Oh, 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 oh Joker man. Oh, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am he, Nick, titular host of this podcast. What is the podcast about? I don't know. I forgot to throw my pop guard on this mic, and so I'm going to stay a little far away from it so that you don't hear the pops as much. Oh, I could just stop the episode and put the pop screen on, but I'm thinking of just telling you that I don't have a pop screen and I'm going to try to not do anything with Oh, fine. I'll stop the podcast and put the pop screen back on. Okay, I'm back. I've put a pop screen on the microphone. Things are great. You won't hear any pops and such. Wow. What a week. It's already Wednesday. Isn't every week like that right now during this damn pandemic? I mean, really. You wake up, it's Monday. Wow, let's do something this week. This is going to be a big week. Maybe Thursday I'll make a pot roast. Next thing you know, it's Wednesday. There's no roast. There's no beef in your fridge. Can't make a pot roast. And and that's a metaphor for life. We can't make a pot roast right about now. Honestly, I haven't even had a pot roast and I can't remember how long. Pro- potentially pre-puberty. And um I don't I don't miss it. Although I do miss the dynamic that it was surrounded by, which was uh my family. Maybe it was a Sunday. I think my dad would actually make the pot roast, which is a little irregular. It's taking time making the pot roast. We're chatting. I'm watching it. Pot roast happens. We've got Worcester sauce. We've got horseradish sometimes, Dijon mustard. Occasionally the pot roast is juicy, herbs around the center of the beef. And the family is together. In our case, celebrating. Once I was joking around and then I got up in the middle of a pot roast meal and my knee accidentally uh, went into a window and I cracked the window. Let's just say the dinner didn't end happily at that point. Joy and pain. Sunshine and rain. This is what we go through. This is who we are. This is us. All right, so I'm back on Toronto Island. Week two has started about just under midway through. It's awesome. Same recording studio. I think I told you this. Uh, Same studio space. New living space. A little further out. Um, Shout out to Artscape Gibraltar Point. Honestly, you know, there are spots. Don't be afraid to go to their website find it out if there is some space for you at Gibraltar Point. It's a great, quiet place to work, and I didn't know what to expect for sort of late... Well, I mean, it's winter, but, you know, winterish stays on an island, but so far, so good. I've kind of been out walking, not so much today, but generally, and it's beautiful out, and the water is beautiful, 
and the trees are nice and the stars are out and I'm seeing constellations. And I remember looking at the stars and thinking, oh, I'm actually happy I'm alive. This is, this is weird. Not weird to be happy I'm alive, but just weird to realize it, you know? You only do that every once in a while. I had one of those moments. I had one of those moments, and I love the island for it. So week one was cool, did some, and, and I've just been piling up interviews on the podcast, so we've got some really great guests coming up. Jennifer Castle, soon. That was fun. And, uh, yeah, and just hanging out, making food, kind of paranoid about, like, not having enough treat access, if that makes any sense. Uh, I just want to, like, know that I, I have a treat nearby. It's not nice to finish your last bag of treats and go, I have to cross a body of water to get more. Terrifying, if you think about it. Maybe that's an overstatement. Uh, so I hope your lock, uh, I don't want to say lockdown. I, I hope your restricted movements are okay. I hope your fam is safe. Your loved ones are safe. I hope you're safe. I hope, uh, all that stuff, things are still kind of kooky. Um, I don't know what to do. Someone on my Instagram is going down a road. It started with them being really obsessed with how the Democrats did, uh, they were like, oh, there's going to be big announcements this week. This is looking very shady. It's constant pointing out that the Democrats had done this election fraud. And so far, nothing's proven. I mean, look, I think the whole thing is a sham, obviously. But obviously, but at the same time, it's like probably the Democrats won. There were a lot of things that. Donald Trump did specifically that might have turned off undecided if there are undecided voters. And it's possible just the fact that America isn't 100% on fire that um, there's more people who wouldn't vote for Donald Trump than there are those who would. Anyway, and then it's going down that thing. And then this Donald, and this is a Canadian. And they're like obsessing over this election. Then it's getting into this Canadian thing where we had to, sh you know, businesses can't do indoor dining. And then there was this guy who uh, opened up his restaurant for all that. And unfortunately, it's because he's like a COVID denier, not because of his great point that, like, why are big businesses allowed a different set of rules than small businesses? Not that I think... Indoor dining, like who's going to make money from indoor dining? This is a barbecue restaurant. Your takeout is going to get you through this problem. And um, she's posting like, this is a great idea. This is big congrats to this company for, to this business for, for bucking the trends. And I'm like, this guy's like, there's like white supremacists at his anti-mask inside dining thing, and so how do you how do you do that? How do, like I guess we all might have this like one person in the social media circle who is um, 
we're watching them tumble down the rabbit hole. And like, I, I guess I've talked about this. I know that I mentioned Maggie May said it on one of our, our green zoom things. Um, that it's because people don't have someone checking them saying, no, don't be weird. That's not what's happening. They're just going on and on and you can have all of your opinions validated as you go on. And it's just, it's just interesting. We can all choose to live in whatever lane we live in. But then when we return to the real world, which still exists for how long? I don't know. But when we turn to the real world, people are just like, what? I don't agree with you. And then they're like, well, I don't agree with you. And then next thing you know, bricks, mortar, the guillotine. So we got to figure that out. I was asked to talk about two different subjects. Very general subject. By the way, I'm going to check, see if I had any more people tell me what they want to hear on the podcast but the two things that the first thing I was asked to talk about was rocking I do miss rocking it's hard to rock you know it's been a little easier to rock lately like I I think I listened to a little poison idea the other day um wipers nirvana um so, but it just feels weird being alone and putting this kind of stuff on, you know, especially this environment I'm in is very mellow. Like I just felt like there has been very few, first of all, sound systems that complement rocking. I don't have a good sound system anywhere I'm at. I got some Google, you know, crummy speaker that talks to me. It doesn't sound good. And then I got like, some computer speakers that sound all right, but I don't have those subwoofers, man. I don't have, uh, I don't have my record, my vinyls, you know, my CD system. I'm like, is anyone else kind of missing that CD system? I mean, definitely at my mom's place that it's still well in effect. The sleek eight disc changer CD thing. <laughs> Before MP3s, I used to just put it on random. Like I'd put like all the CDs in there and just put it on like random disc, which is like a lot like an iPod on random, except that there is a large amount of time between <laughs> the flipping of the discs and the chance of it getting stuck is there. It's present. But yeah, the easiest place for me to rock as an older gentleman uh, was shows, you know, and I wasn't going to rock shows pretty much at all, but I've talked about this again in earlier episodes. I was doing the door helping out with not dead yet production. So I was getting to see a lot of bands that way. And it was so cool. Now, of course you're sitting down during that. So I didn't have to move my body and stuff, but there is something like I do miss being at a show of a band I like and kind of like herky-jerking my bot around. It's been so long since that happened. It's cardio. Maybe tonight if the rain lets up, I'll go, like, put my army boots on and listen to some friggin' hard stuff as I walk and walk and walk. I will rock and walk. Um, 
Yeah, I think rocking would be something that I'd like to return to when I come back. But uh, when I come back, when this whole the world comes back, the only thing is that like the band I'm in, I have this like sort of box that changes how my vocals go, and it really limits what I normally would do or used to do when I was singing, which is like run around and stuff. Now I'm older, so maybe I can't even run around as much, but I'd like, I'd like the chance. So I think when I come back, it'll be like, I'll figure out how to get the effects going, you know, or maybe we'll just have like an effects person. Like there was that band called woods and they just had a guy who was like in charge of some box that like made everything sound different. We need a box guy or a girl, ideally a woman, or no gender. Whatever you are, it's fine. Jesus. Can you believe that's still contested? People will say it is funny, right? Like it is about defined control. With a lot of people, people are pro-choice. People call themselves being pro-life, but what they want is to take away your right to choose. People want to be able to control your gender definition. You know, everyone thinks they're a doctor suddenly. Well, you're not a doctor. So you don't have to worry about what a person sex is and this is my party <laughs> this is how I, what I talk like at parties <laughs> so don't try try to avoid me um, I stayed up all night last night we had this great comedy show it's three hours earlier than me because they're all in the Pacific thing we had this avail yourself a veil comedy stand-up show. Oh my god, all the comics were so funny. The crowd was amazing. Like this Zoom thing is so there were like 60 people there watching. And the crowd's like laughing and they're like the same some of them are the same people as before. They're from all over the world. There's so many more women at the show for some reason like I feel like this is a sh these zoom shows are for people who are like can't deal with all the crappy baggage of going not even to a comedy club but just like to a venue at all which is not to shit on venues we still totally need them but I understand there's an entire group of people that want nothing to do with outside I'm not and I'm not saying anyone watching this show if they're listening to the podcast was a, is a hermit. I'm just saying that if you are a hermit, maybe a Zoom show is a great thing. Anyway, I had a lot of fun. Everyone's so funny. Chris Fairbanks, Maggie May, they're just they're all great, and um, I was all excited. And you know, we weren't finished until so late, like one o'clock. I wound up like going back to my room and playing Castlevania and Bomberman '93 until the cows came home. And my sleep schedule has been all crazy that way. Like, a lot of lates, a lot of late rising. But there's a common space here, right? So I figure a lot of people are getting up, you know, 9 o'clock, 
8 o'clock. I'm missing these people in that common space. I'm not seeing them. And God, Lord, higher power, Yahweh, you bless these people. They're great, but I don't necessarily want to talk to them. In fact, not in the morning. In fact, I've got a morning thing I've set up. There's coffee in my room. There's a kettle in my room. There's, you know, the single cup filter. I don't want anything to do with being in a room and taking, like, my time doing something. Someone might come in and say something to me, and I don't want that. But I don't want to be left alone. What is the middle ground? (laughs) So the second topic someone asked me to talk about was weed. Talk about weed. What do I have to say about weed? I mean, I feel like edibles are the new thing. And for me, and I'll just take them. And, like, sometimes I'll feel that, like, vibe, like, whoa, The stars are bright. (laughs) Whoa. This music is a little better. But like most of the time it's just like feels like, you know, I'm my entire body is walking through a molasses wall. And eventually the molasses kind of like chokes out, you know, my consciousness and I pass out. Now, smoking weed, let's admit it, the reason that's better than the edible is it's immediate hit. You do it and you're suddenly like, whoa, man. Everything's chill. Everything's cool. What's that? You know, so they both have a... a, advantages and I, I'm sure disadvantages I mean talk about the mass deniers all these people are potheads I'm not saying not all potheads are mass deniers all mass deniers are potheads and even if they don't smoke pot it's like I can't you know maybe they were born with like a pot gene where just THC is somehow like coursing through them It's just because this is where I just feel like marijuana is is like the drug where we do kind of remember the things we say and people show us stuff. You know, people are like, what's in my bag? I have a drawing of why 9-11 didn't happen. Check this out. You know, and then they'll tell you a fact that you're like you're ready to have your mind blown. This is kind of what I mean. Drugs, weed especially, you're ready to have your mind blown. AKA, you're ready to accept a lie. Or be told that something else is a lie. And the fact is, we don't know nothing. So just don't worry about it mostly. Just take in the things that seem beneficial to society, i.e. not letting people die. It's so simple. It's not even a question of being on a higher moral ground. It's like literally just, okay, 
other people just like, you know, people want to be like if Chicken Little had a point. And it's all because of weed. <laughs> Is weed uncool yet? You know, I thought that the legalizing thing would make it uncool, but I'm not really up on weed culture. Like, I kind of lost track of it. There was something called dabbing that I started understanding, which is not the arm thing that happened later. It's not the cheap beer called dab. It's uh, where you, like, crystallize weed or something, and you put it in a bong, and your head explodes. I did it once, and I definitely hit... Hit the head. No, I didn't. I think I was actually out and about. Let's just say the world was my vomitorium that night. But, yeah, so I I remember dabbing. But since then, and, like, vape pens. And I guess CBD is a thing now. But, like, cool BD. The C stands for cool. T-H, cool. Cool BD. And, um... Um, growing up, you know, Pantera had weed. You think Pantera would have been as popular if it was just Confederate flags? Hell no. The fact it was Confederate flags and weed confused everybody and made them think they weren't racist because they smoked weed, which is a strange analogy or, or you know, a strange connection to make. But I think that's what got Pantera out of the racist box for a time now it doesn't look so good that they had all the confederate flags but at that time you know it's all very embarrassing so cypress hill weed amazing group weed cherry on top you know um trying to think of like a band that had explicit weed imagery i mean it's just endless and endless all of it was cool All of it felt subcultural. Now they're like, here's some free socks from our weed company. It's like the barista. It's like the coffee shop thing or the cool bar thing, you know. Once there were way more decent coffee shops, way more cool bars, it just started feeling like, oh, God, what have I created? This is like... Too many entrepreneurs. Does that make any sense? All right. It's been fun rocking with you. We'd should do it again. So you have a wonderful evening. We've got an episode with John Daly coming up later this week. I am so freaking excited. It was a fun talk. It was chill. It was a good time. He's got a seven-inch record coming out this Friday, Black Friday in America, the day after their Thanksgiving. Um, Abracadabra, California. Abracadabra, Abra, Cal, Abracadabra, California. I think it's called. So, be sure you check that out, and be sure you give a listen to my talk with John later this week. So. With that, without any further ado, I say goodbye. Now, Flanagan.
Weekly. Oh, man. Nick Flanagan Weekly.